0: Hello, everybody. Happy First Friday. Or as other people like to call it, Thursday. Happy Thursday. It's December 10th, which is my sister Sue's birthday. And I hope she's going to be here today um, so that we can all wish her happy birthday. But even if she's not here today, hopefully she will be here. Uh, well, hopefully if she's not here now, she'll be here before the end of today and uh, so we can all wish her happy birthday in the comments Uh, pants detached keys Not only have you taken them off or pulled them down you've got them off Rachel greetings thank you for wishing my sister Sue a happy birthday Flavia thank you as well David greetings my friend Um, (coughs) so yes it is my sister's birthday Uh, hello Joan pick greetings and uh, we put up our Christmas tree yesterday, uh, and usually our family tradition is to put the Christmas tree up on my sister's birthday. Um, but you can't hit things exactly nowadays. So uh, so we put the pr- we put the tree up uh, yesterday, and it's up in the house today. Maybe I'll take a picture of that and put it on the chat. As I said, Jen's here already. Wish Sue a happy birthday on her Facebook page, Jen you are some kind of fabulous thank you for that um rich greetings brad yes thrilling thursday (laughs) thrilling thursday is absolutely right you're happy it's thursday i guess i'm happy it's thursday too bob greetings hello and salutations to you andrew and uh, scott many greetings (coughs) and welcome aboard um So I've been in for my C dip My friend uh, Gary came over. Gary Peterson, funny comedian. He was uh, he was on my Thanksgiving show. I guess it was three years ago when just when I first met Russell Peters, and uh, he and I have known each other for a while since we did this comedy festival in Iowa. He came over today. He's helped me sell a couple of bicycles, older bicycles that I had, and this one that he sold today. Uh, on the Facebook marketplace unbelievable that he was able to get someone interested at all I mean it was a fine bike but it needed a little bit of work uh, so he was able to help that yes that's Stimpy Santa and Wren uh, is the reindeer uh, absolutely so those are their little season's greetings these again fall into the category of Christmas decorations that uh, I've saved since I got them as gifts when Wren and Stimpy were on television and uh <laughs> and, uh, uh, they've never been allowed in the house, uh, ever. Belinda's not allowed them in the house. They used to be in my house prior to the days before Belinda, but not anymore. Um, but they're here now. Phil! Phil! Greetings! Welcome aboard! Um, everybody's wishing Sue a happy birthday. I'm happy about that. Um... <laughs> Happy birthday from Stephanie too. Brad is to saying, "Yes, I'm loving that you've got." I've got this hockey sweater, Andrew. As a matter of fact, this is from this company called Geeky Jerseys, and it's meant to be a spoof on uh, the Big Lebowski. It says "Abide" on the front, and on the back, uh, it says "The Dude." And uh, I got to 82 on there because that's the year I started stand-up comedy. But uh, they, Geeky Jerseys, they they sell uh, hockey sweaters as they are legitimately called but they call them jerseys geeky jerseys and they've got some great ones they've got a santa one that's pretty terrific um and i'm waiting for the cthulhu jersey to come back they've got a green and uh, blue one that i'm particularly enamored of um but the sizing is a bit weird this is a size large and i think that i could have even gone with a medium which if I order another one from them and they're, they're nice polyester <laughs> they're a nice polyester warm in uh, winter and uh, sweltering hot in summer so so that's, that's what I've got on for today and I realized I hadn't been wearing this and uh, <laughs> you know I thought it was such a cool thing when I bought it and then I realized I've worn it about three times and that's how many times am I going to wear the Cthulhu sweater I don't know but uh, I am enjoying wearing it today and I think it's going to be in the rotation now for the, for the duration of the pandemic, certainly, certainly. Um, where are we here? Would there be anything in my office that would be allowed in the house? David, well, me, I am one of the few things that is in the office that would be allowed in the house. Um, there have been things that are here that, uh, that at one point did have a residency in the house. <laughs> this lamp over here used to be Belinda's lamp. Um, she loved that. There's another lamp over there that she refused to let me bring in the house and then she came in here and saw it <laughs> and said oh that's pretty nice how come we don't have that in the house and it's like because you vetoed that already one time um, yes I see you got Flavia you're looking at the geeky jerseys right now they're, uh, they're quite great uh, I didn't ever get the Metallica hockey jersey Jen it was a little it was a little priced uh, OTT for me um, so I didn't, I didn't uh, pick that up but I did look at them online after we had that conversation. Hockey jerseys are supposed to be big, Joan. Yes, you're right, but uh, that's how it is. Yes, and so there, Flavia, you put in the link for the new one. It says Lebowski on the back, and it's got a different logo. I like this one, a little more subtle. just says abide on the front. But, yeah, this that's the newer edition one in the chat there. With uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's actually some bowling pins and a picture of, uh, uh, what's his name? Fabulous Baker Boys. <laughs> There's a Metallica Metallica jersey again. Um, I'll have to check that out after the show. Will Lady Jerry be gracing us today, Andrew is asking. Well, she did say that she was going to show up, but I think time slips away from her. She has Thursdays, or first Fridays as we call it, are her days where she appears on Mark Thompson's radio show, so she's been busy doing that Um, (coughs) today. She has to prep for it. They talk about environmental stuff. I've just finished a book um and i wrote down the name of it on a piece of paper that's right over there i'm going to go get it so i just finished reading a book entitled and I, and this is what happens this is how i do it uh, i get we get the new york times delivered on sundays and i read the book review and if i see something i'm i'm interested in i see if it's available in the library app so the public library had this book called leave the world behind by Ruman Alam it, Leave the World Behind and it, uh, so it's a recent book and I checked out the audio book, just finished it today really enjoyed it um, and it's a, there's been some kind of it's a it's an unlikely group of people that go through sort of a disaster type thing together, if you saw, if you read the book Station Eleven, it's not exactly like Station Eleven, but it's but it's in a similar kind of Uh, vein. Dave's just in from kayaking, and he's freezing. Uh, it was 57 degrees in Iowa today. Robinson, it's, uh, (laughs) man, it's not that much warmer than that here in, uh, Santa Monica, California. 77 in Dallas. That's stupid. That's still summertime. Keys, 70 degrees in in Austin now. Pick, um, to what is the book entitled? Uh, to, to what is the book entitled? The book is entitled to my attention for somewhere around eight and a half hours. Uh, that's what I paid to it. Uh, Leave the world behind by Ruman Alam. Leave the world behind, Ruman Alam. R U M A A N A L A M. And um, yes, Scott, it is sweater season. Sweater sweater season. It's uh, apocalyptic book season uh so station 11 station 11 and leave the world behind are two books that you can read that are about apocalypti that are uh more severe than the current whatever however you describe what we're going through now um can't wait to get my vaccination i don't know when that's going to (coughs) be happening but uh i'm very excited to get my vaccination i thought today i would uh Fifty-one in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Hmm, that's a nice day. Also, that's a nice day. Also, so I'm taking the book of questions out of retirement. I'm taking it out of timeout. Um, I'm taking uh, the book out the book of questions out of time timeout, and I'm going to entertain a book of questions. But maybe first I'm going to take a look at uh, a little more of the weather. Um, 52 was the high uh, where Dave is, who just got back from kayaking. Just posted a couple of pics from a minute ago. Oh, in the group chat, I hope. Um, But I can also check out your page. Maybe open with a little snark for my adoring audience. Oh, Andrew, would you like some snark? I can definitely get a little snark out of the snark book. Uh, Jen, you're scared of the vaccine? Well, um... Yeah, I'm not... Uh, I've, I've, I have confidence in the vaccine vetting process. And let's face it, Jen, by the time we're able to get the vaccine, uh, we're going to know whether or not it's safe because they're going to shot it into a shit ton of people already. Um, <laughs> oh, here's a good piece of snark from Dennis Leary, comedian Dennis Leary. Uh, life sucks. Get a fucking helmet, okay? Okay. <laughs> that's a bit that's a bit more that's a bit that's he went to he went to 10 on the old snark meter right away um 37 in Connecticut ooh yeah you lost the temperature contest David um <laughs> keys today you mixed 10 pounds of birdseed with some habanero sauce I bet that was a good show uh, I feel like that's what you want to do to the squirrels. Get the squirrel, when the, those damn squirrels. Belinda was very, Lady Jerry was very excited that we had three birds in the feeder yesterday. Three, four birds at a time. It was rush hour at the bird feeder. Uh, Flavia, also scared of the vaccine a little bit? Well, yeah, okay. I feel like if you're scared, uh, we'll, we're obviously in a position of uh, (laughs) entitlement because we're going to be not entitled to get the vaccine until it's going to be uh, vetted as fairly safe because a lot of people have had it. Keys, you're a little scared if you know the history of the polio vaccine. They accidentally gave polio to 100,000 children. Well, um, hopefully, uh, nobody's getting polio from the coronavirus vaccine. And uh, I think this is a different type of vaccine. These vaccines are RNA vaccines and and, and so they're not using a, uh, a detoxified version of the actual virus to get you to have an immune response. They're doing it another way. But Vic uh, says, I hope the vaccine is microchipped. It'll give you something in common with your cats. Oh, is that the idea that, oh, they're saying, oh, they're going to microchip us so they can track us? They, I got news for you. I got news for you, everybody, paranoid people who are watching this on Facebook. <laughs> they already know where you are and what you're doing and what you're watching. You don't, they don't need to put a microchip under your skin. They've got your effing phone. And, uh, if you've got your location services on and you have to turn them on, if you're using an Uber or any of those apps where you can track your children and know that they're not, um, getting kidnapped in the trunk of a car, they, they know where you are. They know what you like. They know what you're doing. Cindy, COVID survivor, uh, Don't know if you want the vaccine, too. Hmm. Yeah, well, I guess there is that danger of being reinfected, but I I thought if you had it, maybe you didn't need the vaccine. But, uh, yeah, I can understand if you've survived it, you wouldn't like to risk getting it again, but maybe that's why you would get the... uh, That's why you would get the virus. Anyway, I'm not a... Dave is saying, yeah, I... Right, I don't think there is dead viruses in this. Yeah, so, but I don't think... I, I know I'm not a scientist or an epidemiologist or a medical doctor, and I'm not sure about Dave, but... <laughs> let's face it, we're all stumbling around in the dark here uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do. But... uh Still love seeing your friends on Facebook who, who won't get the vaccine, but they used uh, to buy blow and ecstasy from strangers in nightclubs 15 years ago. Yes, Rich, exactly. Let's take a look at the other, other risks we have taken in our past and the risks we are currently taking. Um, and decide. Greetings, uh, Michael from Switzerland. You are happy for the Brits to test the vaccine in case they get along well. Uh, we'll switch from fondue and schnapps to mRNA. Yes, it's an RNA vaccine, is what I've heard. <laughs> Although, you know, let's let's just say uh, between you and I, Michael, I I look forward to having some fondue and schnapps along with my vaccine and i think that's something that all of us here from the daily briefing uh, can endorse except for those of us who've, who've sworn off alcohol but uh, a little pepper- peppermint schnapps is not is going to work in harmony with with almost any vaccine you get um no matter where we move to iowa state always finds you and asks for money keys yes that is right and and that's and that's with old school technology um Thank you, Darren, for wishing my sister Sue a happy birthday. It is her birthday. Um, Dave, also saying now we know many COVID survivors here on the show. I'm glad that we brought this up because at our benefit the other night, a friend was in the uh, the after show VIP chat, and she has horrible asthma, and she she's a COVID survivor. She was in Cedars-Sinai uh, Hospital for a week. She got the best treatment because I don't think she'd mind me telling you this. She's rich. And so she got some, uh, she got the, uh, she got the high powered uh, steroids and she recovered and she's fine. And her two sons and husband also got COVID and they recovered at home and they're fine now too. Uh, Dave had COVID in February. That's what he was saying. Rather chew glass while on fire and masturbating with sandpaper before going through that hot hell again. Dave, thank you and well put. And I'm going to read that again. For those of uh, our viewers who, who may be not wearing masks or not being as careful uh, because they think it's not going to be that serious for them, uh, you're rolling the dice or you're flipping a coin, whatever you're doing. Uh, but here's a person who had has had COVID who's saying, I would rather chew glass while on fire and masturbating with sandpaper before going through that hot hell again. Um, I don't even think you can masturbate with sandpaper. Just, I'm just throwing that out there, Dave. I know what you meant, but uh, I feel like you get some sandpaper on your tenderest of tender bits, and uh, <laughs> it's a real turnoff. That's all. I, unless, unless you're that kind of guy, in which case you would rather masturbate. So, do you see what I'm saying? Um, if you're concerned with your privacy, don't have a smartphone in your pocket all day. Yes, Rich, that was my point. um <laughs> both famous comedic Dennis's Leary and Miller lead the pack in snark yes I agree with that Andrew I'm trying to think of some other Dennis Dennis comedians I know um, <laughs> yeah if we're on the blow and ecstasy benchmark Jen you're getting the vaccine I'm glad we were able to bring you around um <laughs> <coughs> Darren, uh, who's given some good advice before in the chat, risk versus benefit, get the vaccine. If you're concerned, screw the internet and media. Contact your physician. Ah, contacting the old physician, Darren. Is that it? You're going to play that card. Oh, just calm down and act rationally and speak to your doctor? Well, yes, I forgot. That's what all those com- TV commercials for drugs tell you to do. Ask your doctor. Ask your doctor. Do it. Risk versus benefit, I don't know, but uh, I care about you, and I care about you too, Darren. I care about everybody who's listening here. Uh, Dave, who would rather do do all those terrible things than, uh, than go through COVID again, said he had nothing respiratory but other, all of the other weird sh- shit. COVID wasn't on the radar yet, and he thought he was dying. Mm. Yes, horrible. Cindy had... Uh, mild to moderate symptoms. Um, six weeks of that hot hell, yes. <laughs> Darren tried the sandpaper thing. Um, you're not saying if you endorse her, uh, or don't recommend, but uh, we'll let you know. Um, Todd is saying he'll take the vaccine as soon as possible if travel is going to require it. Yeah, well, I definitely think if you're thinking about uh, increasing the amount of people you're in contact with, uh, then then the vaccine if you if you're fine with staying at home and and all that then maybe you can hold off on the vaccine um, Jens neighbors have had it and, and they had mild cases well there you go listen to listen to Sinatra's master painter from the hills and you tell me if it sounds like he isn't saying something else uh master painter from the hills yes i Thank you. Thank you for that Scott- tip, Scott. That's a good way to spend our first Friday evening or Thursday night. Um, <laughs> uh, I might have even had COVID, Flavia says. You've had colds this year. And that's rare for you. I want an antibody test. I had the antibody test. They see They see. even that, though, can be inconclusive as to whether or not you've actually had it. Because sometimes your body can stop making antibodies, but you still might have some immunity anyway. Um, all right, that's enough of rhinus talk, I think. The, fir- the problem with the virus is you don't know what it's going to do to you, and uh, we don't know everything about it. Yeah, we don't know everything about it. Bob is asking, finally, finally this question, Bob, is there any risk of the vaccine causing a four-hour erection? <laughs> Your wife would rather die, you'd rather you die from COVID. Yeah, well, look, let's face it, a four-hour erection is too much erection. That's a lot, that's too long. It's too long. I, I, I think, and that's true of almost everyone, except for Sting, maybe. Um, all right. What are we making for what am I making for Christmas dinner, Rachel? That is a good question. Thank you. And I've been thinking about that. Um, normally, since uh, Hurricane Katrina, as you all know, I am a big New Orleans fan and an attendee of Jazz Fest for over twenty years. So, um, after Hurricane Katrina, I switched my Christmas menu, which was always just rinse and repeat of my Thanksgiving menu. Um, I switched my Christmas menu to a, uh, New Orleans menu. So I would make, uh, red beans and rice and shrimp etouffee. I started off with the recipes out of the Uglisich's cookbook, which was a great restaurant that I went to many times. And they've got a couple of cookbooks out. So highly recommend those U-G-L-I-S-I-S-C-H or I-C-H at the end, Uglisich's, um, Restaurant cookbook is terrific, so I'd I'd make red beans and rice and shrimp etouffee. They're not too complicated. The etouffee requires a a, uh, a roux, and so I'm a I'm a I'm fairly okay at making a roux, and uh, and those are things that you can make and then have a big pot of. So when people show up, you kind of have rice. So you got the red beans and rice, you got rice to put under the shrimp etouffee. Then I do uh, in recent years. Ha- add the spinach madeline because that's also a great kind of southern recipe and it's a vegetable and then i have other people bring things like uh cornbread or a salad or sometimes uh someone will bring some collard greens but uh, normally it's a, it's that kind of a new orleans southern menu for christmas and i haven't thought about it this year because it's just going to be us and 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 we would have maybe 15 well between between 12 and 20 people over for Christmas, and this year it's just going to be uh, the three of us, and I pro- possibly, probably, our our four neighbors who are in the same pod. So it's a smaller group, so I can be possibly a little bit more um, culinarily adventurous, and I'm considering altering the menu but keeping it in that southern tradition. Um, so, so that's what I'm thinking right now, but I'm I'm not. Uh, Oh God! I'm just scrolling up here. Uh, <clears throat> filet crab cakes and pierogues. Can't wait. Oh, that sounds great, Joan. Filet crab, filet mignon. I'm guessing crab cakes and pierogies. That sounds like a great Christmas. Uh, I'd I'd love to I'd love to be invited over for that, and uh, I'd love to see a picture uh, in the chat after Christmas. Good friend of uh, Dave's had COVID, uh, went through the same hell, but she entered an even deeper ring of hell than he did. Um, not to be David Downer, but a friend of his died of it a few days ago. God, I'm sorry to hear that, Dave. Yes, it's horrible. Um, can't wait to get the. Birds eat out and watch the squirrels get all pissed off keys if you could shoot some video of that i would love to see it um i would love to see it um am i a roux man yes i'm a roux you have to make the roux if if you're not you if you're not using a roux to make your gumbos and your étouffées, you might you're just making you just it's just gutter water that's what i've heard um Ooh, I think I need to add beignets for breakfast, too, Rachel, but I'm not going to boil hot grease and make donut. homemade donuts. No, thank you. Um, ever do black beans and rice? I didn't even know that was a thing until Zatarain's turned me on to it last year. No, uh, I haven't, Dave. Uh, but uh, I believe black beans and rice could be a thing. I do like the red beans. I'm, I'm a little um, <laughs> Mr. Predicto. Uh, good question, Andrew. Mr. Predicto, uh, are you going to be getting vaccinated this year for the coronavirus? Or not this year, but, uh, as soon as, as soon as possible? Yes. Very simple. Mr. Predicto will be vaccinated. Um, Cindy says they're Norwegians, always the same meat, mashed potatoes, and left some menu. Okay, uh... Keys wants to ask Mr. Predicto if he would like to come to Austin. I'm sure he would like to. I don't have to ask Mr. Predicto that, Keys. If I'm going to Austin, Mr. Predicto is going to go where I tell him to do. Small groups equals a good thing, Pick says. All of us need to stay in our bubbles. Yes, yes, Pick. Yes, I agree. Ooh, Darren, pineapple sour, one-ounce whiskey, four-ounce pineapple juice, half-ounce lemon. Cures the Varinus blues. Yes, well, we all do need a cure for the Varinus blues. I'm a little skeptical of those sweetie sweet drinks because that's how you get the hangy hangover um, <laughs> Jen, I think you and Keys would have a fun time hanging out man, my dream would be if we could all get together uh, and hang out if we could have some kind of a daily briefing reunion after this where we all fly <laughs> maybe, <we'll laughs> maybe I'll do some kind of a Tony Robbins weekend where we all just make food and, uh, and drink cocktails and uh, I suppose I'd have to put on a comedy show for that but, uh, I would like that. Um, <laughs> oh God, uh, I'm not even going to ask the book of questions. The book of questions is not going to come out of timeout today. Um, because, uh, we're, we're having too good of a time. <laughs> uh, curbside pickup, Red. I'm not offering curbside pickup this year, but maybe next year. Um, Dave is suggesting four ounces of whiskey as a good cocktail, and I, I... That's more like my kind of cocktail, Dave, when I was really doing it. What's the point of doing it if you're not going to do it? Um, all of us hanging out would be epic, Jim. I would love that. Jake Fest. Yes, it could be the Jake Fest. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the planning stages of that. I'm, I'm sorry Ed's not here today, because he's, hes he would have already texted us a venue. Um, but uh, we'll have to think about Jake Fest. Jake um, Fest. <laughs> Joe Rogan's comedy club, yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. When's Joe going to be opening his comedy club? Not sure, but it's going to be in Austin, so that's a quick commute for you, Keys. And that means uh, we're all coming to your place for a backyard uh, barbecue. is going to have to throw the throw the soup on. I'll bring a fart machine, and we can <laughs> we can get this party started. Um, yes, Keys. Uh, jo- uh, Joe Rogan has moved to Austin. He hasn't opened the comedy club yet, so we're all waiting for that. Um, as we're all waiting for Lady Jerry, who I don't think is going to be in attendance today. Um, <clears throat> Cindy, you're having a COVID Survivors Happy Hour gathering soon. Lots of you, unfortunately. Yeah, or fortunately. I think, I think fortunately that you're survivors, not that you got COVID. But of course, I, that's what you meant. Um, yeah, he lives in Lake Austin, Brad says. Brad Johnson. The brads, all the brads in the house. All right. um, I feel like that has been good for today. I've had my bike ride. I've had my dip in the ocean. I've had my hangout with all of you lovely people. Oh, you know what I forgot to do is crack this beer because I got this out because I thought it was Friday. Uh, That keeps happening to me on Thursday. I keep thinking it's Friday. Ah, Delicious. Bob says, come in the summer, to his place, backyard, is 90-acre golf course, and he has a liquor license. And he'll groom your cat uh, and to possibly sell the fur for you. Uh, okay, so today's Seize the Day is from Nido Kubien. Q-U-B-E-I-N, Kubien, Uh, So, oh, finally, again, I'm wishing my sister Sue a happy birthday. If you haven't, it's S-I-O-U-X. If you wouldn't mind wishing her a happy birthday in the chat, uh, I think she'll watch this later. Uh, All right. Nido Kubian. Your present circumstances don't determine where you can go. They merely determine where you start. Easy peasy. I like that one. I really like that one. I'm going to not just draw... Uh, a mark that we did it but put a little star uh, thing so your present circumstances don't determine where you can go they merely determine where you start so we're all starting here and I'll see all of you tomorrow I hope Um, wishing you well we're just in the very initial brainstorming uh, sessions of uh, (laughs) Jakefest and uh, happy birthday to my sister don't give up anyone Uh, There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Take a sip of your Thursday beverage. Mmm. Delicious. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.